is going on, man? I'm doing good. Yourself? I'm all right. Dina Jones, what is going on? Hey, Dina. Hey, Perk. We'll get started in about two and a half minutes. Hopefully, everybody's had a fantastic weekend. For those that have worked. What is going on with you today, Dino? Anything uh, fun and exciting? I got a, a, a very fun photograph to, sh- to share with everybody tonight. So. Uh-huh. That'll be uh, exciting. Make sure uh, you have the DLive, uh, DLive.TV pulled up so you can see the photograph. There's nothing like a letdown when your listeners don't have the D-Live, so they can't enjoy the photos and the videos as much. Uh-huh. What's going on, Prescott Bob? Oh. And I guess for our D-Live um, fans, um, we want to see some Rocket to the Moons and Dancing Monkeys. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> Dina said, she, it said Dina Joe was calling in. I think there was a bus driver. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Let's see. We'll do a launch to the moon, and how about, uh, a little monkey and around over on the line. Oh, yeah. That's it. All right. Now we got to go back and be all serious. Oh, it's okay. You can butt dial me anytime. It's just good to know that your butt is thinking about it. Somebody's butt is. A dancing skeleton from Pertway, I notice. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Is that how skinny you are, Pert? I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I know you're getting up there in age, and as you get older, you get more frail and frail. We're all getting up there in age, lately. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. BP, welcome. Peter Joe had her dog in the vet, and he is a handful. Who the, is the dog uh, the handful or the vet? I know both can be handful. Especially when you have to pay the damn guy. That's a handful of cash. That's never a pretty bill. I think they charge you more on a damn vet than they do at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. That ER are idiots. Oh, yeah. Hey, BP, good to see you. My father had to take his little dog to the vet. At like two in the morning, in an emergency. Or I think it was more around noon. Yeah, that was a whole situation. So he wasn't done till like four or five o'clock in the morning. He had to go. He had to go back home for an hour. They're like, hey, um, and uh, yeah, they're like, we'll call you when you can bring the dog back. So they call him. They have room to have him come in. He gets there. And then right before he takes the dog in, there's another dog on a stretcher heading heading into the uh, ER. 
And they're like, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, right back uh, with you again shortly. So that's how that works. All right. Well, it's about that time, folks. Live from Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a new week, a fresh new start, and that much closer to trying to recall California Governor Governor Newsom. So yes, each day uh, each day I'm alive, I just get I just get this tingling inside even more and more every day thinking that, my God, there's one day here in the very near future that we can get rid of this guy. Uh, I actually uh, went ahead and mailed off my ballot today. I don't know. I, I might I might, mail, I might also vote in person just in case uh, they try to steal my ballot that I mailed, but no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, we have tracking information and numbers that we get to check on. So anyways, welcome. It's a new day. It's a new week. Hell, in a couple of days, it's going to be a new damn month. And we're can you believe we're almost a uh, it's almost the holiday season again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, you know, all the grandkids are already making their Christmas lists and uh, they probably have nothing to do with masks. They don't want any mask. If you get your grandchildren or your son or daughter a damn mask for the holidays, you're going to hell. <laughs> God forbid any child ask for a specific kind of mask for the holiday season. Do you think there's any chance of that uh, being on a wish list anywhere over the across our nation? Oh yeah. Oh, don't you say. Know what it. it'll be? No, you know what it'll be? It will be a mask that's encrusted with jewels. I guarantee you. Oh, come on, really? I guarantee you. Oh my God! So you're you. So in other words, you're saying it's gonna it, the the wish list is uh, gonna be on a a, a female's uh, wish list. Or I wait, I can't say that anymore, can I? Well, it could be on a male's wish list. Somebody somebody somewhere is going to want a mask that's encrusted with jewels. You watch. Yeah, uh, Dina Joe says, yeah, they want to be dazzled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got something for them to be dazzled. Oh my God. Anyways. Just get them the jewels without the mask. Then, how about that? Can we? Can we? Can we like come to, you know, uh, what is it called? Can we come to like a negotiation? I think it's better off that way. Anyways, yeet to you there, Mister Chris Underground. Welcome to the show. Anybody do anything fun over the weekend? Myself. Uh, thanks for the coffee. Um, myself. I don't. I didn't do too much. I, I've been keeping it low, low profile. You know. Uh, try. You know. Just a, I'm already stressed out with life and as, as it is, and this is aside from all the bullshit that we talk about on a nightly basis. And so I've just been trying to keep calm, stay at home. Uh, I did go out and visit uh, Dad last uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night was Sunday. Uh, so big sexy. I don't know if you have tr- have uh, checked uh, the big sexy out over on the Instagram, but uh, I th- think it was yesterday. He made this cobbler pie. Oh, that looked good. I uh, it was uh, peach. I want. Uh, I better check. I think it was the peach uh, peach apple. No, there was some strawberry or something in there. But oh my peach God. strawberry, I believe. Yeah, there was uh, peach strawberry. Uh, pe- uh, cobbler. Oh my God, it turned out fantastic. Anyways, if you have a chance, you can check him out. 
it is a private account, so you do need the the screen name. And the screen name is Dumpling underscore 619 if you want to check out Big Sexy. Uh, this evening, uh, he felt a little Irish uh, tonight. And so he made uh, some corned beef and cabbage. So that was, hmm. I don't know what it is. As years pass on, I, I, it seems like I can't eat as much as I used to. I don't know. That might be a good thing. But uh, that was definitely delicious. So um, I guess we should get to the important stuff. Uh, today, uh, here in America, it's the 30th of August. But, uh, you know, over in Timbuktu, over uh, where the Taliban tally, tallies their banana, it is August 31st. And officially, every single, I guess, uh, helicopter, airplane from the U.S. military is gone. Yet there still seems to be Americans there. Um, and recent reports are saying that now that the entire U.S. military is gone, they're going door-to-door, knocking, and basically killing people. And uh, I don't know what you guys have to say about that or what you feel about that. Uh, obviously, uh, Joe Biden, in an interview previously, had said that the U.S. military will not leave until every American is gone, out, out and you know, every American that wanted to leave Afghanistan uh, would be, you know, the military would stay there. So obviously another lie by lying sleepy Joe Biden. And uh, I don't know. I'm uh, very discouraged, uh, you know, going back to last week of what happened. And I don't know. I, I don't foresee any good things uh, coming out of Afghanistan in the near future. Uh, I think it was, it's a huge mistake for the administration and for anybody to rely on the Taliban for a damn thing. I don't trust the Taliban as much as I would trust ISIS. I don't trust any of them fuckers over there. I don't even trust. I wouldn't even trust anyone coming in from Afghanistan, to be honest with you. Uh, we have a pandemic going on. We're probably not going to be testing these people for anything, uh, you know, let alone, you know, what, what's on everybody's mind, which is COVID-19. Uh, you know, you and I have to fucking get a vaccine to enter a freaking theater, but uh, they can come on into our country without a vaccine or even being tested. I, I don't know. I just what is your perspective on that? I would love to hear from uh, from you and you, uh, Eric and, and Pertwee on that. And also in, in the uh, chat, if you have any uh, comments to make about that. But uh, that's that's where my mind is right now uh, as far as what's going on. I mean, what? I, mm. I, I, I'm just so, I don't even know, angry, I guess, with the whole Biden abandoning U.S. citizens over there. They said the last five flights out did not contain one U.S. citizen. And uh, I think this whole thing about the ones that are over there wanted to stay over there, or, or rather the way they're saying it is all the ones that wanted out got out, is just their way of covering their ass for, hey, we abandoned people there. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm just so mad about it. If I get started on it, I'm probably going to say things I'm going to regret. So I'll stop there. Yeah. Eric, what about you? I just think it's beyond remarkable. Probably, you know, you know, disgusting at the very least that they would do this. Um, and, and yes, do you know you're right? 100% BS. Yeah, it is 100% BS, especially, you know, uh, in this interview that I, I speak with, uh, he, he, Joe Biden, had promised that every American citizen would be gone. 
uh, and saying that they're going to stay until we get them out. And uh, just to show you that, uh, there was an article I was reading earlier this afternoon. And uh, let me pull that up for you here and uh, get that over. Um, oh, great. Technology seems to be working just swell today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'll uh, <coughs> at, uh, be working on that as I continue to talk. And uh, how about that? There we go. And here we go. And this is uh, from Fox. It's uh, from Fox News. And basically, it goes on to say, uh, President Biden appears to have broken his promise to stay in Afghanistan until every American is evacuated. Uh, Marine Corps General Kenneth McKenzie Jr. announced Monday evening that the last of the U.S. troops stationed at the Kabul airport had left completing the military's drawdown in the country, even though hundreds of Americans likely remain. McKenzie, commander of the U.S. Central Command, said some American citizens who wanted to leave Afghanistan remain in the country. Quote, we did not get everybody out that we wanted to get out. That right there pisses me off. You abandoned the people that fight and put their life on the line to protect this country, to do what they're ordered to do by our wonderful military and our government, and you basically fucking leave them there to die. That's a, that's great leadership. That's great. Aren't aren't you all you damn people that voted for Joe Biden so proud and excited about this? Anyways, Joe Biden told ABC's News George Stephanopoulos during an interview on August 18th that. The U.S. military objective in Afghanistan was to get, quote, everyone, everyone. That was Joe Biden's words, out, including Americans and Afghans, Afghan allies and their families. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there, he said. If there's, a, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay to get them all out. Well, you know what? The way I'm feeling right about now, why don't we take Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, fucking drop them off in Afghanistan. They can go have lunch and fucking party it up with the Taliban, and let's get a few more on the return trip of the flight. Let's bring some American citizens that want to be back home in America because they for sure give more. They have, they care about this fucking country more than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's very evident. Anyways, a senior State Department official told Fox News on Monday that there are still a, quote, small number of Americans who are in Afghanistan. And I'm sure after last week, we heard Joe Biden saying, oh, we're in communications with them every day. We, we're able to communicate with them. We'll get them out. Okay. It's not what the general's saying. Anyways, the, they, that official put the number of Americans at below 250. I don't care, and I don't care if it's even one. One is too many, folks. Adding that some additional Americans have departed Afghanistan in recent hours. The official added that the State Department is also committed to evacuating, quote, those who worked with us, referring to Afghan partners. And the announced end of the withdrawal comes less than a day before the official deadline agreed by the Taliban, which was 3.29 Eastern Time Tuesday, which is 11.59 p.m. local time in Kabul. And uh, the end of the story says the Taliban has said they will allow normal travel after the United States withdrawal is completed. I don't buy that one bit. 
Does anybody does anybody buy a single damn thing that the Taliban has to say? I mean, we had we had ISIS make an attack which killed thirteen Americans, I believe, on Thursday or Friday. For all I for all I for how I feel about it, you could I could tell you that you know what the Taliban probably knew it was a suicide bomber, just let them through. That's my honest opinion. What the hell do they care? Anyways, I need to digress because I have enough stress in my life. <laughs> um, but this this administration uh, is, should be ashamed of itself. There needs to be, something needs to be done. Congress needs to hold this administration accountable for Americans who have passed away in Kabul and those that are going to be passing away because. Uh, there's other reports, like I said, out there that the, the Taliban is going door to door looking for Americans and Afghan allies at this hour. Well, they wanted to roast Trump for talking to a foreign leader, i.e. Uh, Putin. But yet uh, Biden turns over Americans and betrays his country and they just don't care. Go figure. Yeah, I, I, I guess the, the, the liberals love that. They're OK with that. I, I I don't have any explanation. It, it it's unfathom. I can't put it all together. Uh, apparently, I need to go get woke uh, mathematics or something because shit doesn't add up to me. It makes no sense uh, why this has happened. Why liberals are so supportive of this administration. And you know what? Yeah, you can blame Joe Biden all you want, but at the same time, like I, I think I even said this on Friday, more so in a joking fashion, because there was a, uh, I think there was a photograph we shared on the D Live. What was it? It was that flag, right? <laughs> it's the fuck Biden. Oh yes, I remember that. And then an- another image that really caught my attention today and this is a video that's you know sweeping social media of what looks like one of our helicopters being flown by the taliban and and it looks like um somebody hanging from it like they've been lynched which that is probably by far the most disgusting image i've ever seen in my entire life and and how, how people who like like biden and harris and pelosi and schumer and feinstein and and people who um keep voting these incompetent bozos into office, how they can look at themselves in the mirror every day. That's just beyond me. Yeah, that's a very, those are very disturbing images. I, I've seen, I've seen the black hop helicopter fly on the tarmac over at one of the airports. I have not seen this is gross incompetence. And then like Jeremy says, um, with, with Joe Biden at, at his age, because we know he's pushing 80, like, is he, is he, um, be a, a victim of elder abuse? So we get that. We really honestly don't know, but, it seems apparent, but but I, but I think you have a lot a group of enablers that are continuing to enable this behavior with Biden and Harris. Well, it, like I, like I said, I, I've seen the helicopter flying around. I mean, the Taliban has has uh, basically you know come into hundreds of millions of dollars of equipment uh, from from weapons to to aircraft and all that that uh, we basically just you know you know give them an early Christmas present, I guess. But you know, and <clears throat> the thing about Joe Biden, right? People might say he's not in control. He's uh, you know not the one in power. He elder abuse this and that and the other. 
at this point, it doesn't, I don't care. It doesn't, he could be a hundred years old. And uh, the, the fact of the matter is if it's, he's, he is the face of this nation, which God help us all, but he, that's what he is. Whether he's the one pulling the strings or not, he's the puppet or he's the guy, he's the figurehead. So I don't care if he's elder abuse or not. The fact of the yeah. matter is whoever the hell is making these moves, there needs to be accountability. And what I, I go back to, you know, blaming the uh, people that got this guy or the people that, or maybe not the people who got this guy in office since we all know that it was rigged, but something has to happen to him. I don't care if Kamala Harris uh, becomes president at this point, to be honest with you, I could care two shits. At least she could put together a sentence. And, you know, from what I heard, she does other amazing things as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, she, she's good at giggling when she's uh, confronted with a tough question. And, you know, and she's, she's good at performing inappropriate favors, you know, to climb up the, the totem pole. That she is. She's uh, pretty good at that. Just ask Mr. Brown. But mm -hmm. the, the other thing about it is, is how do I express this? I just, uh, it's time for us to move on with, uh, go to, into a different direction. And it's, it's hard for me to fathom that the people that wanted Joe Biden into office, do they realize that, you know, them, st you know, staying by his side or whatever, uh, they realize how women and, and all that get treated over in Afghanistan. I'm sure. Right. I mean, they're not. If you're not, if you, if you're like never got out of the, the, the oh, but we're not supposed to talk about that according to them. Oh yeah, oh they 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 treat you know you think slavery was bad here in the United States? Oh but my slightly. god! If you're a female over there, oh you might as well just commit suicide. You'd be better off. But those women want to be treated that way according to Biden. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, um, hey, they, they kill LGBTQ over there just for fun, much like they kill infidels and apostates. And, I mean, you can't make this shit up. Um, but, but I think, and, you know, when it comes to, like, more, like, peace-loving Muslims that get along with Christians and Jews, you, you have to wonder, like, why, why do they not speak up? And it's probably for one of two reasons. They either silently agree with it or they're just so frightened and sca scared to death of um, – you know, being put to death because they dared to speak up. Wow. Yeah. No, they, they treat women like uh, piles of crap. Uh, just like, uh, you know, uh, like Eric was saying, members of the LGBT. It's written in their Quran. You don't have to take my word for it. Yeah, that, that it is. And that's why uh, they're, they're very, they're very dangerous people. But, 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 but they would probably want to do like Judge Mills Lane hollering, shut up. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think you tell them to shut up. They'll kill you if you. They'll they'll put a bullet between the, your two ears. It's not. Make sure you. But um. But if we had to do an Obi Wan Kenobi, like if you strike me down, I'll become way more powerful than you can possibly imagine. You know when that the dot line that he said to Darth Vader when Darth Vader took him out. Oh yeah, yeah. That. The other thing I wanted to share with you guys, and this uh, I got this uh, through an email. And I wanted to share this uh, little video. Uh, apparently, uh, Sleepy Joe was uh, doing exactly that. At a, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. 
I can't believe it. This is uh, he fell asleep with uh, during a meeting between Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and himself, and uh, it's it's uh, how someone please tell me how the hell this kind of thing happens. Does have has anybody ever seen slightly? Another, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Another president or a figurehead fucking sleep between a meeting between two people. No, but the problem is, you know, when he was supposedly paying respects to the fallen soldiers that came back, he looked at his watch. Everybody's upset about it. The dude was looking at his watch to see when he was supposed to take his medication to stay awake. That's why he fell asleep on the guy. <laughs> I got that one, too. But uh, as you watch this video, you can see the dude on the left, which is uh, Israeli Prime Minister uh, Naftali. He continues to talk and he like looks at Biden, who's like probably snoring. But I mean... I'm like, dude, why are you even continue to talk? What's the point? I would have loved it if he would have got up, went over, and just pushed him over out of the chair. <laughs> oh, he should have, right? Oh, my God. That would have been the best thing ever. Oh, my God. Where's the uh, – I do have the uh, Joe Biden thing uh, with him. And if I wasn't mistaken, when he looked down at his watch, wasn't this when he was supposedly uh, paying tribute? He's to uh, paying respect to, to the fallen soldiers, yes, fallen Marines. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, and I'm going to play this here in a few seconds. But like I said, I go back to saying, how is it that someone with such authority, such power, yeah, can be so ignorant? Conservative, yeah, we realize Bo Biden served the country. Joe Biden won't let anybody forget it even when he's talking to somebody whose son was killed in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. When when the soldiers passed away on Friday, I mean, the first words that he utters are basically, oh, my son, you know, we understand my son, Joe, or Bo. I'm like, dude, people are, people are more sympathetic about soldiers that basically you allowed to get murdered than they are about your own damn son. Yeah, and I mean, it's tragic to lose a, a child. I, I get it, but he's got to let it go and understand other people are going through just as tragic and more tragic times than what he did with, with Bo. And those times are today, not back when. Right. And, you know, and, and, I, and I can understand if you want to try to bring it up every once in a while. But it seems like anytime something bad happens within the military, he always has to go right to that. Well, it doesn't even seem like it has to be military. I mean, you know, hey, the market plunge today, Joe Biden meeting press conference. You know, my son, Bo, died of an aneurysm and he served in the military. <laughs> I mean, is that crazy with him? It is. It is. It, it's called uh, empathy. I, I, and I get that. And, you know, it, I think it's an attempt at empathy. But it's not really coming from the heart, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's, it's sincerely from the heart. It's trying to. It's trying to get you to believe that it's coming from the heart. But when you, leave, when you utilize that over and over, even when it has nothing to do with someone dying, it, it, it's kind of like the boy calling uh, wolf. Yeah. You can't, you can't just go back and, you know, you can't be like a, uh, I don't know, you can't be like a politician just using the race card every time you want to try to change something. Well, I know it's worked. It, yeah, I know. It's, it is working. So maybe I shouldn't. Maybe that's a poor reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Uh, anyways, so here's what I was telling you about uh, Joe Biden at uh, the Dover Air Force Base. And uh, this is... And then, uh, you know, he's trying to pay his respects and all that good stuff. And... He's sitting there and then uh, waiting around. And then uh, just wait for it. He'll... Uh, He'll go ahead and look down at his watch. Here uh, Nicole right G, here, watch. who was the, one of the two female Marines who were killed among right the 13. There. Oh, my God. She what was the one who posted that Instagram post holding the baby saying, I love my. So there you go. That's your uh, that's your leader. That's your that's the one that cares about the troops. What time does Beavis and Budhead come on, Jill? <laughs> oh my God. You know what it might be? It might be looking at his watches. My God, is it almost time for the election time so I can get the hell out of the White House? Oh, gosh. I, just a bad choice of motions there. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Well, apparently we're milking uh, milking the attack. That's what conservative politics has to say. All right, then if you don't like that, then I got another story for you. So we'll go back to Jeopardy, everyone's favorite uh, game show network, right? So anyways, uh, Kotaku.com is now reporting, oh, no, Jeopardy. Other new host is pretty bad, too. Anyway, <laughs> Maya Bialik, a neuroscientist and sitcom actor, is the last remaining host of Jeopardy, following the high-profile departure of executive producer Michael Rickard Richards as the late greatest uh, great Alex Trebek replacement. Uh, but where Richards was taken down by his skeevy treatment of women, Bialik is courting her own controversy thanks to the resurfacing of past comments she's made about vaccinations. Oh, my God. And birth via cesarean section. Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she looks like the woke. You're going after her, too. You know, I'm telling you, they're going to do anything they, and everything they can do. To get to what that guy is, is what is his name? Burton or Burton? LeVar Burton. You watch. I mark my words. I said this like two weeks ago. This right. all has to do with society being woke and we need to all be less white. We need to do this and do that. You watch. You could have a black AI up there and they still wouldn't be happy because they would find something wrong with somebody who programmed it. <laughs> it's that silly. <laughs> I mean, real, I wasn't trying to be funny with that, but I mean, seriously, it's that bad where they just. They are the I want to be offended crowd, and they're going to do anything they can to be offended. Well, you know what? Why, I, you mentioned AI and doing the questions. Why, why don't we just go to that? We'll just have Siri why read not? the questions to the uh, three contestants. There you go. Yeah, might, might as well. Either that or what we could do is we can keep using questions that have been used over the course of the last 15, 20 years and just listen to Alex Trebek on a recorder ask the question. Oh. Well, yeah, there you go. But I mean, if you, if you had uh, or a hologram, if you had, uh, a, let's see, who was it? Alexis is Apple, right? Alexa is, uh, no, uh, Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Oh, what's the Siri is Apple. Okay. I was, I was off thought. I was thinking if you had, had it do it, but I was thinking it was Siri. Jeff Bezos would probably sue Jeopardy for using Siri because he's suing everybody else that doesn't use him. Like the, the <laughs> bastard's not making enough money, right? Well, he's got to pay for those expensive trips to the Mars, you know. Did you, hey. did you see where Musk said he re, uh, Bezos retired just so he'd have enough time to file lawsuits against him? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, 
NASA's computers, yeah. he's got a lawsuit against him because NASA's using, uh, using, um, what's his name? I just said it, uh, for something. And Bezos is upset. So the suit that he filed is so large and has so many terabyte, it keeps crashing NASA's computer when they're trying to upload it or download it or whatever that is, you would say. Wow. That's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. And you know, we're, I was a uh, big sexy and I, we were watching a, uh, I think it was like a little documentary or something on the tube of the U and, uh, they were interviewing this one guy who used to work for Tesla and he was basically telling, uh, telling, uh, the, you know, being interviewed and letting people know, cause he no longer works for Tesla, but, uh, basically they're just a bunch of slaves over there. I mean, working 12 to 14 hour days, seven days a week. And is, uh, they're not treated very well over at Tesla, according to him. Which is kind of what you hear about Amazon. So, yeah, pattern. Yeah. Well, you know the those people like Musk and and uh, you know the those type. All they care about at the end of the day is dollars and cents. They yeah. they treat their employees like numbers. Yeah, they they didn't get rich by making other people rich. Yeah, they, they yeah, it's not like uh it's not like a nice little family run business to where you treat everybody with respect. Uh you're in it to make uh shitloads of money and that's all you care about. It's you don't care about the people, you care about the, the greenbacks. Yep. And uh it's pretty sad, but that's just how it goes. Uh conservative politics says the electric car is evil. Why is it so evil? That's what I want to know. Um but I do have this prediction as far as the electric vehicles. Within five years, the German manufacturers will outpace and outdo Elon Musk and Tesla. It's only a matter of time. He or she does bring up a good point about the battery waste. Battery waste is true. And, and it's a he. And, and won't we come to the point uh, to where we won't have enough resources to continue uh, manufacturing these batteries? I mean, there's only so much resources available, right? But slightly, they talk about how they're so green. But they never mention how you charge them, where that power comes from. Yeah, you don't. We don't talk about well, that. You're 100 percent right. Um, I, I think I would rather stick with an internal combustion car engine, like four cylinder. That because internal combustion, you know, seems to put out less pollution than um than electric car that you would probably have to spend forty or fifty thousand dollars on. Um, and the and the power it's getting when it's being charged is coming from a coal power plant like hundreds of miles away or possibly even a nuclear power plant you better and get there's a, no telling go ahead what's that i, I thought your dog was gonna say you better get a six cylinder in northern georgia not a four getting up and down those mountains <laughs> hey i live close to atlanta you know i'm in the suburbs yeah I, my biggest thing is like i like to go to las vegas right if i right. have a full tank of gas I have no problem getting to Las Vegas from where I am located. Why the hell would I want an electric car and then have to stop somewhere for a half hour for the fucking thing to charge? That's inconvenience. Time is money. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you're, you're going to start having these hourly hotels so you can stop, rest, and charge your car at the same time instead of taking 10 or 15 minutes to you know, put gas in the car, go pee, grab a bottle of water, and get back on the road. So you're right. I mean, the time just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And the, the other thing about it is, you know, I think I would be totally on board, right? If you could develop a car that didn't need an engine and just relied on solar or whatever or battery power without an engine, 
okay, you might have me there. But if I, were, if I still have to fucking replace the engine every 200,000 miles, I mean, what's the point? Just let me gas up and go. But I got news for you. If you're trying to evacuate, okay, let's let's say you've got the fires going to North Car- or North Col- uh, California and you've got a solar-powered car that's not charged. You're going to burn up because you're not going to get enough sun to power the batteries to get your ass out. So it might not be a good choice, Lily. But at the same time, Pert, if you think about this, if we had it mandatory where you needed a solar car, imagine we would not have to worry about them fucking idiots up in Oregon. <laughs> um, or look at BP's comment. Go back to the Flintstones. You know, they would um, pedal the car with their feet. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know, that's, yeah. But, I, um, yeah, but if people are so afraid of flying cars, um, hey, they can always fly on their broomsticks. So, so uh, yeah, fly on the broomstick. Uh, the other, the other thing about that is, so if, if we're gonna get rid of cars and uh, gas-powered cars, so I get, I guess we should also get rid of airplanes that run on fuel too, right? Uh, are you going to have a paper airplane to travel in? I mean, <laughs> well, hey, why? Well, but- how- you punished me for having a gas-powered vehicle, but, uh, oh, you know, those uh, rich airline folk, they can still fly their planes. And the problem is you can't you can't go to gliders because you got to have power to get the gliders up in the air. So they take them up there with planes and then cut them loose. Well, so. you, know, you know how, like, uh, in Palm Springs, right, they have these big little fans. I don't know what they – windmills, I guess, uh, to generate yeah. power, right? Big What's little the, fans? That's such well, an option. Awesome. <laughs> you know, they have these humongous, huge, huge – Windmills. They're huge. They're from China. Yeah, they probably are from China. <laughs> Not from Elon Musk, that's for damn sure. But <laughs> we'll just have those throughout the United States. And, uh, you know, you can, use your glider to, you can use your glider to get where you need to go. Yeah, beautiful countryside if you do that. <laughs> you know how tall those suckers are? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty huge. Yeah, and then those blades, those blades were out, and then they have to uh, – replace those so now what are you going to do with all this fiberglass that you have which by the way every time you make one creates a lot of waste in the atmosphere as far as gases go uh yeah but like uh conservative politics says uh yeah but at least they don't cause oil spills (laughs) oil doesn't cause oil spills either human error does that (laughs) yeah there you go um yeah i don't know i um you're, you're right about the landscape uh, of those big windmills. And then the other problem you're going to have, right, is you're going to be having these hang gliders flying into the blades and they'll probably die. Well, so. and it, it also wreaks havoc on the birds. It, in some cases, destroys, I, I want to say colonies, but not colonies, but whole groups of birds because they, they fly into it. They die, you know, they, or they nest in the mechanism. And next time a windmill starts up, it grinds them up like garbage disposal it's, it's well, not but i can make, i can make the same uh, excuse though for banning airplanes oh no i i mean we need airplanes we need combustion engines we we need all this stuff there's not one hey i'm just solution. all i'm saying is if we're going to cancel everything in society and you're going to cancel gas-powered cars you might as well just cancel the airplanes that are powered by gas too well, <laughs> they do leave a bigger Carbon footprint, unless, of course, it's, you know, Mitt Romney's or Bill Gates's plane, because evidently they leave nothing. Yeah, the, their, their cars don't. It's kind of like uh, COVID-19. It doesn't go near them either. Um, oh, and, and, and also the airplanes are much higher up 
uh, near the ozone than we are. Yeah, there. it puts it right into the ozone. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. It's like swallowing it's, a drug versus putting it right into your blood. You know. <laughs> it's like it's like a jab right inside of you instead of uh, taking the pills that take a little while to get in there. Anyways, we're going to take a short time out, our first time out of the night. You're listening to us on a Monday. And uh, while you're taking a break here, open up a nice ice-cold Topo Chico. It's very good. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. Um, so we have uh, a new, jeez, uh, another uh, story coming to us, this time from Forbes.com. And I think this is uh, forwarded over from uh, producer Eric. And the headline reads, why you suddenly need to delete Google Chrome. What? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, those people at uh, the ABC Alphabet Company, uh, they're up to no good again. A shocking new tracking admission from Google, one that hasn't yet made headlines, should be a serious warning to Chrome's 2.6 billion users. Can you imagine 2.6 billion? If I could just get 1% of those people to buy vapes, oh my God, it'd be great. Anyways, if you're one of them, this nasty new surprise should be a genuine reason to quit. Behind the slick marketing and features update, the reality is that Chrome is in a mess when it comes to privacy and security. It has fallen behind rivals in protecting users from tracking and data harvesting. Its plan to ditch nasty third-party cookies has been awkwardly postponed, and the replacement technology it said would prevent users being profiled and tracked turns out to have just made everything worse. Ubiquitous surveillance harms individuals in society, Firefox developer Mozilla warns, and Quote, Chrome is the only major browser that does not offer meaningful protection against cross-site tracking and will continue to leave users unprotected. So, uh, yeah, if you're using uh, Chrome, you're not using the necessary safety precautions. It's kind of like having sex without the condom. Google readily and ironically admits that such ubiquitous web tracking is out of hand and has resulted in, quote, an Erosion of trust. 72% of people feel that almost all of what they do online is being tracked by advertisers, technology firms, or others. And 81% say the potential risk from data collection outweighs the benefits. So, I don't know. What uh, what Google browser do you use, Pert? Um, what do I use? I'll use Google sometimes, but I've also used DuckDuckGo. I mean, there's really not a lot of options out there. There used to be, but I think they all got bought up. You still got Yahoo, but I think that one stinks. Bing is horrible. I don't even know if Lycos is around anymore. I like Safari. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say I shouldn't use Safari because it's an Apple product. But uh, Firefox, uh, Firefox is out there as well. But I would have to say, honestly, I use Safari and Google Chrome. And I mean, I think like, uh, you know, conservative politics says, Sounds like pretty much everyone's okay with it. They're like, well, whatever. They're, I'm kind of fucking used to it. Well, Honeybee brought up a good point, too. You got to watch out for those crazy games on Facebook that people play all the time. I haven't been playing games on Facebook, but do they track you as well? Well, that, and it's got some malware sometimes built into it. Oh, boy. That's why uh, with Candy Crush and all the other games. 
See, P- anytime I ever had a PC, I'd always end up getting a virus. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not a PC fan at all. The latest Apple update. Um, what about uh, what about the latest Apple update? There, conservative politics. All apps asked if I was cool getting tracked. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> now, honeybee, come on now. That's why you're getting viruses. <laughs> that's why I'm getting viruses. I'm you didn't wear your computer condom. I'm on the porn. That's 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 what it is. Yeah, I'm not the one to be watching too much porn, but. Uh, oh, but speaking, you know what? Speaking of porn, though, Honeybee, uh, OnlyFans.com, you know, we reported last week that uh, they were going to get rid of all the porn. Well, surprise, surprise, pornography on OnlyFans is making a comeback. I think they reversed that decision very quick, did they oh, not? Oh, they did. They're like, yep, we're not getting rid of any pornos. You can make all you want in the comfort of your own home and charge whoever the hell you want, how much ever the hell you want. Uh, you know, they get a 20% kickback off of those videos, by the way, of whatever the content uh, maker is charging. As quick as well, they waffle, are they being ran by CDC? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, um, here, here's another way to think about it. Had they went through with that decision, think about all that money they would lose. Well, when I was reading the story, I couldn't believe it because like over 80% of their content, uh, according to news reports that I've read, is all porn. So you might, you know what? You might as well just light your building on fire and uh, collect the insurance money on it and call it a day and go start up a new business if you're going to prevent porn from being on your, in your So, yeah, they, they have, uh, they have uh, circled back on their decision, as uh, our good friend Pisaki likes to say. And because uh, I, I, I had heard after that decision, the their original decision to ban it, there was already mo- businesses already gearing up to take on all the content providers that uh, were going to be leaving OnlyFans. So obviously, you know, but that probably had it, uh, uh, you know, figured in their decision to come back to allowing it again. Yeah. Mike Tampa Bay says Chuck Norris can delete the recycling bin. Uh, <laughs> and then he's also got another Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris's keyboard doesn't have control key because nothing controls Chuck Norris. <laughs> I think he's doing right. dad jokes. Are you are you on a dad joke roll? <laughs> I think he's got a think... real wine during his communion. <laughs> <laughs> gotta lay off the, the wine there, Tampa Bay Mike. <laughs> Uh, anywho, um, I have uh, apparently uh, Eric Clapton has released the song. Have you guys heard about this? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found this story too, and I thought you know this might be up your alley slightly. Well, I haven't. I haven't listened to it. I wanted to enjoy it for the first time with all of you. So we're going to go ahead and play that, and uh, we'll see how. It's called This Has Gotta Stop. Eric Clapton. Sounds like Brady Bunch or something theme. Or no, uh, Partridge Family. Uh, That's too old for me. Oh, come on. You think he runs. I'm waiting for the the lyrics. Intro violation. Or unless we're supposed to sing karaoke. No, I don't see any words on the screen. It's very psychedelic video. Stop. Stop. There we go. Enough is enough. 
I can't take this BS any longer. It's gone far enough. You wanna claim my soul? You'll have to come and break down this door. Not one of his better works. Knew that something was going on wrong. Well, it's an when you started laying uh, down COVID the song, so I'm all about that. I can't move my hands. I break out in sweat. I wanna cry. Can't take it anymore. This has gotta stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this. I like the graphics any longer. Stop. Oh, yeah. You wanna claim my soul? You'll have to come and break down this door. And all of us being treated like puppets. I've been around a long, long time. I've seen it all, and I'm used to being free. I know who I am. Try to do what's right. So lock me up. Throw away the key. But this has gotta stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer. It's gone far enough. You wanna claim my soul? You'll have to come and break down this door. I actually uh, kind of like this song. And the song like We Didn't Start the Fire, there's also this parody called We Didn't Start the Virus. Speaking of my kids, what's left for them? Then so what's the, coming down the road? Conservative politics, uh, basically, the it's a song about how it's time for all the bullshit to stop. That's our freedoms and liberties back. Just I've got to stop. We've had enough. I can't take this BS any longer. It's gone far enough. You want to claim my soul? You'll have to come and break down this door. This has got to stop. Enough is enough. Oh, uh, I can't take this BS any longer. Anyways, uh, if, if you want to see uh, more of that, uh, if you're not on DLive and seeing uh, the uh, video along with the song, you can catch that over on YouTube. It's uh, Eric Clapton. This has got to stop. And uh, I like it. Uh, it's, you know, it's not. It's gonna. It's not gonna be the number one hit uh, next week or anything. But um, the meaning behind it is what what matters. And good on Eric. For, mm-hmm. for well, it's nice to see that um, a legendary music performer like him is, um, you know, is taking a stand saying that um, he's not going to take part in this so-called woke culture. Yeah, we, we've we've had you know what I I think we need maybe we need to ban the the term woke. I, I'm all in favor of that. Um, anywho, uh, I don't know if it's all for money. I think uh, he's expressing how many Americans feel right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, anywho, in other news, you have uh, Representative Jim Jordan coming out admitting that he was having phone conversations with uh, former President Trump on January sixteenth or sixth. January sixth. Sixth. Now, 
Anyways, and that's uh, basically spurring uh, everybody over on the Twitter twatter to uh, pound uh, pounce on Nancy Pelosi and all of that to get them to look into that and you know um, authorize some subpoenas to exactly find out what was being said. Anyways, uh, my thoughts on the whole January 6th. Uh, it's done. It's over with. Uh, President Trump had nothing to do with that. Uh, if you want to place blame anywhere on anyone, uh, including the uh, the piece of shit that killed Ashley Babbitt, I think Congress can look at themselves and uh, knowing that they did not protect what they needed to protect that day. But uh, I don't know. I I would read the entire story, but I'm pretty much over the entire January 6th deal about, oh, let's spend hundreds of millions of dollars. Kind of like it's kind of like, uh, you know, what happened in Arizona. Hey, Perd, did you hear what happened? Uh, what the results are uh, of the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the retabulation of votes? No. What's that? Oh, what's I, th- that? I, I don't know. I was hoping you know. They said like, uh, a month or two ago uh, here next Eric, week. You're popping. Oh, sorry. But uh, we we still have yet to hear uh, any of the results from uh, from Arizona. So it's like, okay, so we're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on that. That's yep. a, absolutely do absolutely zero for us. Uh, kind of like any investigations into January sixth. You know, uh, slightly. I stopped holding my breath when all that Lynn Wood stuff was going on, and everybody was, "Oh, this is going to happen, and there's going to be, you know, Trump's going to issue a statement, and National Guard's going to this, and you know." There's not one single thing of all those pages and pages of stories or happenings that they had that ever happened, never came to fruition. So I think they're all full of crap. I think so, too. Mary, Mary is saying it got stalled because three of the five cyber ninjas got C. Got uh, COVID? They got COVID? I guess. I, I guess that's what she means. I don't know. Maybe. I hope, at, at least they didn't get Q. <laughs> well, I mean, for speaking. this thing to go on any longer they're going to have to su- show something that's substantial evidence not hearsay sorry yeah. go ahead now speaking of q um i was looking into you know i know we have uh former friends of boards if it uh bards was supposed to have like a bards yeah, i don't know what the hell they call it bards bards fest i think that's what it was called uh no, no sorry well, he rented out. I guess they were doing this in some huge arena, right? And the top ticket was like sixteen hundred bucks. Who the hell's what? gonna pay that fraud of a guy, Bard FM, sixteen hundred dollars to hear what shit comes out of his mouth for an hour? He I mean, could go you, in with Mike Lindell with that kind of crap going on. That's crazy. I know. I mean, if you're gonna give Bard's FM sixteen hundred dollars, hell, scrape me off like ten percent of that. Uh, you know, we have a, uh, a, a PayPal account you can contribute that to. But for God's sakes, giving somebody $1,600. And you know what? It, it, slightly, if they gave you $200, at least they'd probably even get a little beef jerky back, wouldn't they? Yeah, we, we yeah, they probably, I, w- I would be uh, more than happy to give them some, bet, some of my, my meat. And I bet Bards isn't giving them anything back other than just a bunch of lip. Oh, yeah, he's just giving them uh, all the cue and the storm, the storm. Watch out. Oh, speaking of the storm, my God, 150-mile winds in, uh, you know, Louisiana yesterday. We had some bands come through here tonight earlier. They weren't marching ones, were they? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
but every uh, I, I haven't heard, gotten any final tabulations. They're still counting things up and stuff like that. But apparently there have been, uh, unfortunately, a few people that have passed. I don't understand people staying in their homes when they know something bad is coming. But did, does does that make any, you know, when, when you know something bad is going to happen? I mean, is there any inkling in, in you, Pert? I mean, you've, you've been, I'm assuming you've been through hurricanes and stuff like that in your past. Yes. I mean, yeah. Has there ever been any inkling in your mind saying, oh, I'm just going to stay home. Everything will be fine. No, usually, uh, you know, with hurricanes, when people are there, it's because they chose to be there for the most part. There's a very, very small portion of the people that get stuck in a hurricane that are truly stuck and don't have a way out. One of our worst ones was a couple of years ago. I can't remember the name of it. Maybe Honeybee can, but it was coming in at a five. Thank God it slowed down. It finally came over us at a three and went a little bit east of us. But we were in the hallway, mattresses pulled out. We had our full helmet, motorcycle helmets on our head. And I had done everything I could to secure the house. And the reason we couldn't get out was because they said, everybody in Southwest Florida stay put. Southeast has to evacuate. Don't go anywhere. You're going to overload the roads. They got to get out. Well, in a matter of like 12 hours, I think it was, it was less than 24 hours. All of a sudden here they come out Southeast Florida or Southwest Florida. You need to get out of the way and get out now. Well, guess what? We couldn't because all the highways were a parking lot at that point. So that's why we got stuck. So that's long story, but not a lot of people who choose or who are there are stuck there. They have chose to ride it out. Does that answer your question? I may have went off a little yeah, bit down. No, no, that that answers that makes sense to me. Yeah, and there wasn't any gas either. So you've got to really prepare. You've got to watch. You've got time to look at this thing, and you've got to decide. Now, for us in Florida, a Category One after you've been down there a few years is just like a bad thunderstorm. A two, depending on where it is, you get out of the way. A three doesn't matter if you're on the shore, if you're on you know inland a few miles, you get the hell out of there. Three or anything higher. And that was a problem we had. It came in. It was going to be a five, went down to a four. And just before it got to us, it dropped to a three. But uh, I I was scared shitless that night. And I was trying to hold on to it for honeybee, you know, and show her some strength. But I I wasn't too sure we were going to wake up in the morning and see the light. Yeah, that would. I mean, even a, a category two would probably scare the hell out of me. And I was watching uh, this guy on YouTube. Uh, Cummings uh, forwarded me a, a link to watch some guy live on YouTube, and he's out in his truck. So, so I don't exactly know the location of where he was at, but dude has like forty thousand people watching him live. Uh, he's in his truck, basically, and basically you're just seeing the sheets of rain and the wind and stuff like that. I watched for about five or ten minutes. I'm like, okay, I, I, I get. I get what's going on. I don't need to continue to watch, but I just don't understand. It's, it's weird to me how people can just sit there and watch that for hours on end. But uh, thankfully, you know, it doesn't sound like it's uh, the, the numbers are going to be humongous as far as people that have passed and all that. Uh, I believe it was Mary that was saying that uh, people were trapped, basically couldn't get out. Some of the ones that had passed. Uh, Honeybee brings up a perfect point of, you know, imagine if everybody there had to use electric cars. I mean, there's only so far you can go until you got a charge, then you're really screwed, aren't you? Well, if everybody plugged in at once, you'd probably blow the power grid. Yeah, that, especially here, especially 
<laughs> I'm big sex <laughs> that one, especially if you're in California where we barely have enough power to get you know on a on a regular summer's day. Yeah, but uh, Mike said uh, we used to have rave parties back in the day, hurricane rave parties. <laughs> okay, no, they used to back in back in the like late seventies and through the eighties, they used to have hurricane parties. And guess what's well, you're probably too young slightly. But yes. they're I'm trying to think of who's REO Speedwagon riding the storm out. That was the theme song. The radio Weird. stations would play it like several times an hour. Holy crap, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. You are right. I am too young. Well, that's crazy, but uh, it sounds like everything uh, is is all right. Uh, Jeremy, uh, welcome to the show, my friend. And uh, Scooter over on the Beans and Weenies show. What, what's going on? I mean, are, are you calling in? Uh, are you uh, are you too busy talking over on your own damn show? Uh, Spanky is hogging our show, so I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh, well, it's speaking of like the the Hurricane Ida, um, I went on ahead and just you know, shared the show to crazy Kane 13 and also gave him a shout out on the, the Facebook stream, which I'm sure you probably saw in the restream comments. Yeah. Um, well, and on there right now. Well, I ho- I'm hoping, uh, you know, uh, all of our friends that are down in that area and stuff like that are safe. And hopefully everybody else that's not our friends or doesn't even know about us. Hopefully they're all doing okay. Yeah. I heard over a million people are without power earlier this afternoon. We have a nephew that started LSU this year, and I, I forgot he was up there until Honeybee reminded me just the other day, and she just put it again down here in chat. But uh, he was up there for it. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like I, I was telling Pertwee over the weekend, uh, I, I would, I'm okay with uh, waiting for the big one here, and I'm not talking about what you think I am. I'm talking about earthquakes. Um, waiting for the big one to strike here in California as opposed to uh, worrying about hurricanes and tornadoes and such. Um, we have plenty of time to watch those hurricanes and plan and get out of the way if we have to. I'm just, I mean, I'm curious what our audience, uh, would you, what, what, if you had to choose, would you rather live in California where you, you have to worry about earthquakes or another part of the country where you have to worry about tornadoes, hurricanes, monsoons, and whatever the hell else they have. Big sexy says he'd rather be in California. <clears throat> Honey being, uh, Per se, Florida, no, no earthquakes. Mary's against earthquakes. I mean, I think I mean, folks, what are you worried about? the The ground might crack open. That you just gotta make sure you don't fall through the cracks. Swallow you, or make your house fall on you, or cause things to blow up because there's gas lines throughout California. Oh. There's so much that could go wrong there slightly. But you know what? The odds of it are happening are you know you're you're probably more likely to win, hit the lotto jackpot of millions of dollars before getting injured in an earthquake. Well, I'll start playing a lottery, and when I hit it, I'll move to California. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to move to California, you probably have to win the damn lottery. That's that's why I'd have to hit it first. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to me. I speak to with so many people, and. The main reason why Californians don't leave California is the fear that they'll never be able to afford to come back. Isn't that crazy? It is, but I mean, being a non-Californian, I look at it and say, why would you want to go back? Oh, Pert, I mean, the weather out here, the the hot, gorgeous uh, people that live here. Um... I'll admit the weather is awesome in, in San Diego anyway. That one time I was there, that's the only time I've been to California. 
Well, but, you know what, Honeybee, you need to make sure that Pert gives you the uh, opportunity to visit San Diego yourself. <laughs> but yeah, no, the weather is perfect out here. If if you could take the weather in San Diego and move it to Hawaii, oh my God. She got to go. She has a friend uh, several years back. She went to LA, I think it was, to visit a friend. Like out on the beach. There's some, what is, what's the... Uh, Santa Monica. Santa, I think it's Santa Monica, and then there's another park something that she went to that was on the beach. Did you, yeah, she got to see that. Did you let her go shopping at uh, Rodeo Drive? I don't let her do anything. She does what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Honeybee, uh, Big Sexy says, next time you're in California, you and him are going to go to Rodeo Drive and do some shopping. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, crazy Kane, how are the hell are you? And Jeremy's called into the show. Uh, what's going on, Mister Jeremy? And now nah, uh, we're getting uh, we're getting the leftovers of this hurricane right now. Oh boy, you're getting leftovers, huh? I'm getting I'm getting sloppy seconds, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we have Crazy Kane with us as well. Crazy, how's how's it? Uh, how are you handling what's going on? You, I'm glad to hear that you're still alive. Who? Me. I can't die. I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Joe Biden says. Except Joe don't do my job. I do a wonderful job at connecting souls and killing that trolls. Is, Joe can't do shit anyways. So he's he's got nothing on you, Crazy Kane. So what? Uh, give us an update. What, ha- what has happened over the past 24 hours with you? It's deja vu. It's Katrina all over again. But yeah, isn't it wild? 16 years of the day. And is it the same path that Katrina took? Item which I drill in. And history repeated itself. And what I mean by that is, before Katrina came, I was a water boy, and I did a football game, a jamboree football game. Saturday night, it was suggested to evacuate. Sunday, they're telling people that if you don't evacuate, to take a permanent black marker right on your arm, your social security number, so we can identify you. Wow. They were, what, they were telling you to, with a black marker, put your social security number on your arm? Black permanent marker that if you stayed and they couldn't get to you, and you wind up becoming the deceased. They need a way to identify your body. Why so you ha- would have to put your social on your arm? Um, no joke. Oh, hell no! I don't like that idea. I mean, because if I survive, then people are going to hit my social security number. Yeah. <laughs> I well, see no problems with that. One family did that. And they didn't survive. They drowned in the attic. They drowned in their attic. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Trying to escape the floodwaters. Yeah, I did hear reports of people. My old football coach. Go ahead, Crazy. Jim Roof. And you where it was on the building. Can you repeat that? Because you did fall out. They took airboats. I said they rescued the football coach off the gym roof. Wow. 
along with now, six my other question... people. And you could see mm -hmm. where the water level was. Building. And then they rescued that's, that's, people that, from the church that's, by um, airboat. Unbelievable. I mean, the, the question that comes to my mind is why, I mean, I know Mary said that it, people couldn't get out. I mean, is it because there was traffic jams? I mean, what? why were people still there in your opinion? Now, in this situation, hats off to the governor because he told everybody, don't wait for the warning. Don't wait for an announcement that says to evacuate. If this sucker looks like it's coming to your area, Leave. Leave now. Don't wait. So the mayor the didn't pull a freaking trigger until she was right near the mouth of the river. And then it was too late to do shit. Wow. I promise you. So you're telling me that. Yeah, no, no, no kidding on that. So you're telling me that uh, a lot of the people that were had to be rescued didn't heed the advice of the governors, pretty much what it boils down to, in your opinion? In some cases, yes, but here in Louisiana, you know, a lot of people that live out there, they make their living out there on the water. Right. You know, with the seafood is a very big thing, big industry, really. Besides tourists and Mardi Gras and football, it's part of the state's income. So some people stay with their boats. Some people actually stay to keep looters from trying to loot and steal all their stuff. Yep. But the problem is, like where I used to live, they're outside the uh, protection wall. They're outside the levee system. Uh, okay. I've heard rumor that the levee where I used to live couldn't hold back the storm surge and it collapsed the levee. That's what I was going to ask you, King, because somebody said they thought they heard a levee had collapsed. I don't know. I can't confirm or disconfirm, but I've known the city has been known to blow levees to save the city before. But for them to say that nature itself came with the force that it did. I mean, Grand Isle is still on the water. Wow. Grand Isle, to, to get to Grand Isle right now, you need a boat. Thankfully, so, they jacked up their houses on stilts, but I mean, the water is like right there for a level. How, how, how high does the water level get up to, would you estimate? Like, I mean, are we talking without like out the 20, levee, like twenty out a wall? Yeah. A regular storm surge goes up to at least a good fifteen feet. Wow. Yeah, they were saying when you twenty, and and that's not including the waves that are on top of that storm surge. They got images of thirty-seven point seven foot storm surge. Uh, waves on top of that storm surge. That's uh, over th thirty feet high. Building. Holy! Crap. That's on top of the storm surge. You ever seen Deadliest Catch? Yes. And how they got those monster waves? Picture mm -hmm. that 
on a storm surge level. Hey, Kane. Instead of boats, picture houses that are wide open with nothing to protect them or anything. Wow. Hurt, you had a question for uh, Kane? Yeah, I, everything they're talking about on the news is New Orleans. I know you guys were in that Northeast Quadrant, but how did Homa fare? I haven't heard anything about how Homa came out. Homa is decimated. La Paz wow. is decimated. It sat on them for at least four hours as a Cat 4. Yeah, that was the slowest moving big storm I've ever seen. It just And then it snowy started moving northeast. And then it sat where I have relatives on my dad's side that are inland. It sat over them for like another six, seven hours as a cat three. Yeah. It, 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 it took like a half a day just to get off the coastline it, area. It looked like they're retiring the name. I know that much. They're going to retire that name. And yeah. she's either the fourth or fifth strongest hurricane to ever hit in Louisiana in Louisiana history. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Uh, Kane, I know that uh, before we have a break, uh, Jeremy has a uh, question for you as well. Go ahead, Jeremy. Didn't it destroy Raceland as well? Like, it sat on top of Homa for a while, and I watched it. I watched the guy who was there doing the live feed on uh, YouTube, and it looked like it was getting bad there, but when he got to Raceland, it looked like it was ten times worse than it was down there. Uh yeah, racing, racing's right in there. It's it's not recognizable. Well, it's, it's interesting. not recognizable. There has been no aerial shots, and usually the morning after, they have aerial shots of these places that get hit with hurricanes. I've I've actually seen pictures, Pertwee, of uh towers, electric towers, power towers. Yeah, twisted and bent it and pulled off the concrete slabs by drone. Wow footage wow yeah I, I saw ivan i went through after ivan hit pensacola and uh it was amazing the stuff that you saw wrapped around other objects it was you, it was unrecognizable i'm glad to hear you're okay man yeah i'm glad to hear that you're okay as well i i do have a couple questions uh, so while after- it looked like it was gonna hit us but it, it turned more east we, we didn't get nothing from it well, I'm glad that you're all right. We're going to take a short break, Kane. On the, when we get back, I do have a mm-hmm. couple of questions for you, brother. You're, uh, thanks for listening to us tonight. We're going to take a short time out. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Uh, had to take a, a brief phone call from the dad. Uh, he was... Uh, Giving out the jerky tonight at, at, today at work, and apparently it was a huge hit, so that's good news. Uh, getting back to uh, what happened uh, in New Orleans and uh, Louisiana and all that good stuff. Um, Kane, one of the, a quick question here, and you might know this as well, uh, Hurt. Hurricane Ida, right? Hasn't that name already been utilized as a hurricane in the past? I thought we only I thought we only used uh, names of storms once, and that's it. No, it depends on how severe they are. That's why Kane was saying they're going to retire this one. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, like they the retired. Could... Retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Andy. I know. This this storm fell into that category. And when we say they retired these names, it's not because of some like Hall of Fame or anything. That's just how much damage they did. I mean, the eye wall, mm-hmm. the eye itself was 50 miles wide. That's like an F5 Trister. Well, they factor in like the like the like the da- damages, like depending on if it's in the millions or billions, and then they also have to figure in like the the casualties. In other words, loss of life, and um, you know, like Bet- Betsy and Katrina and Rita, like like you, you've alluded mm-hmm. to, as well as Sandy, Andrew, Opal, and Hugo. Those are other names that come to mind that had to be retired. Donna. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, that was my question. And then the the other thought that I have, and and I'm going to preface this one because I don't want to come off sound like an asshole or anything. But one of the things I have a uh, I struggle to comprehend is if, if, if uh, you know, you have people that have live in the area and have been through hurricanes and, so, and I believe there has to be some that have probably lost everything multiple times due to hurricanes. My, my, my question is why, why is it that, you know, if it's continuously happening to you, uh, well, isn't it like a sign to, Pick up and move somewhere else. I mean, and I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything like that. I'm, I, it's it's. Mm-mm. I think it's a plausible I get that question. question. A lot. And so maybe you can give us some. Not being a jerk. In, in, in your mind, uh, you know, I have a simple answer. I can't see earthquakes. I can't see wildfires. I can't <laughs> see tornadoes. I can see a hurricane. I can prep. Somebody was just telling you a hurricane. Twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I can take the precautions mm-hmm. I need for a hurricane. I can't do that with wildfires. I can't do that with earthquakes. Now, what the people living outside the protection zone? It you got to figure generations of fishing. Generations of rebuilding, you know, I've said it to a, quite a few people. We're swamp rats. Nature tries to kill us, but we come back bigger, stronger than ever. We're determined. I mean, you know, me and Mama came, we kind of suffer with the uh, with hurricane season. I guess you could say we have... Uh, the thing that they say some soldiers get when they come back from war. It doesn't affect me as much as it affects my mom, mm-hmm. but it's made me more alert. I, I don't take time. When they showed us, um, if y'all were in my Discord, y'all, y'all would see that I have a small dot on the radar. I was letting people know where I was, where the storm was, and it was like an hour-by-hour post. And I spent the days prepping, burning all debris, burning anything that 
would become a projectile, picking up anything that was important that could become a, a projectile. You know, we I don't play with that stuff. Yeah, no, and and all of the uh, you know the all the reasons you gave, uh, I I totally get and I totally understand. It's just a, a lot, you know. I guess a lot of people, especially on the West Coast, people that have never experienced having to go through a hurricane or a tornado. I know that question might pop into their mind. They're like, you know, God, it mm-hmm. happens every year. I'm like, what the hell? Why you just got to, you, you know, know, pick up? After Katrina, I could not, I was not allowed to go down with my mom and dad. My mom and dad had to get shots and they went down with family and they came back with two five gallon buckets and uh, tons of pictures. And, you know, my family and I, we were homeless in 2005 for five months. That don't seem like a long time. But at that moment, it's eternity. Because you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know if you're going to go back. You don't know what's the next thing. And let me yeah. tell you, I've, I've experienced and seen the worst when it comes to government in that situation. But I don't like the guy, but I'm going to give him his props. He did a press conference, and he was trying to bring awareness of the serious that this hurricane was going to bring. Now, I know what's happening overseas is a big thing, and everybody likes to wrap their heads around everything. But to ask the man about what's going on overseas when we have something like a hurricane or wildfire, you know, something that's home. Doing a press conference like that, I don't have respect for a reporter. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. care if he's Sleepy Joe or all the other names that everybody calls him. You know, I don't care for the guy. I didn't vote for him. But the man had my respect because he was he had to wear a fall to know. Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama were going to be rocked. This sucker almost took the same track as Katrina when it got in the Gulf. Yeah, I did. I did about that, and uh, I I do agree with you as far as the lack of respect and all that. Uh, you know, the re- and the reason and the reason I say that, not that. You know what ha- has been going on in the Middle East is not a, a important or as important which it might be, but for the mm-hmm. simple, simple fact that the main reason why this reporter was doing that was because just to dig into the president. That was and, and I get that reason why. Which in 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 respects with me, the way I look at that, I take your side one hundred percent. That look, you're just trying to make the president look bad in in a situation to where he's trying to, you know, talk about what's going on here in the United I, States and all that. So I, I do agree mm-hmm. with that. And, uh, and I actually went out publicly putting my opinion on that. And my name wasn't Crazy Kane. Mm-hmm. My actual name was out there. Well, I'm just impressed that uh, Joe Dude, Biden was aware. They of had a few people not. that came at me like that. You know, they they actually came at me in not the nicest of ways. And I told them, had that been Donald fucking Trump up there, 
they wouldn't be saying a damn thing. They left me alone. Yeah, that's probably because they know you're right on that. But, you know, weather, Mother Nature, you know, this is where I, I make those cases of global warming, where it be true or not. These hurricanes, nah, me being from Louisiana, since little came high to came now, I can tell these suckers are getting meaner and a lot more stronger. Well, it, uh, it's... And when people ask me how I know that, I say, look at these suckers. Look how long those suckers sat on places when they usually a storm moves very fast when it makes landfall. They usually don't just sit and stay. They usually book. Yeah, no, I, I, I had heard, like like you were saying earlier, that it seemed like the storm pattern was moving much slower at a much slower pace than normal and uh, kind of, you know, tanking its time, as uh, you could imagine. But mm-hmm. I, I, and you, you think that has to do with the global warming, I think. Oh, I know it does. I know it does. I, I would bet my soul to it. Well, what happened? Mother Nature Mother. <laughs> is sick and tired of the things we've done. Do I not? Am I saying we need to go green all the way right now? No, no, because that wouldn't really matter. At this point, we done screwed the pooch. We're paying the piper. Yeah. Um, I know you might. Electric cars or electric shopping malls where we don't even have to shop ourselves and be lazy on the shop. The damage is done. (laughs) Eric, you had a uh, question? Well, uh, I think um, he made a point about you know, like the storms, you know, staying stationary, like for a number of hours, if not days, like um, I was alive when the, the 1994 floods happened here in Georgia and, and, you know, and central Georgia, like Macon and Warner Robins, Montezuma, um, that they got really like a big downpour from um, tropical storm Alberto that year. And, and, and it also stretched down as far south as Albany, you know, down in Southwest Georgia and, and, and that, and that place was like decimated for a few months and, and seeing those images during the floods that, that was very sobering. And then like, like a year prior and then, and then back to 2008, you saw where the Midwest sustained like floods from the Mississippi. Um, and you have to wonder is, you know, are we seeing like a 15 to 30 year pattern with, with some of these storms and, and, and some of these storms, are they going to be taking the exact same path, say, like Andrew did back in 1992 or Hugo back in 1989 or Betsy back in 1965, I believe? Now, I know uh, Jeremy is uh, in the comments. Uh, Jeremy, if you want to come on uh, right now, uh, you're saying that th- uh, the thing is still mean. Uh, you're saying that is you're getting uh, basically the leftovers of the storm right now. In Apparently, it's still a tropical storm. I thought it was a tropical depression, but I just – my weather guy just said it's still a tropical storm. And let me tell you something, man. These winds are, yeah, they're yeah, blowing. I, I hear the rain dropping uh, from your roof, it sounds like. So it sounds and like. And hearing the coming. wind chimes, too. Yeah, it's it impressive. Like 
when you guys were talking a while ago, I could not hear nothing you were saying because I, I come outside and the wind has gotten really impressive out here. What would you say the winds are at? Like, 40? They're probably at 40 on the ground, but they're probably 70, 80 above ground. Wow, that's crazy. Does during these types of hurricanes and stuff like that, does, does there ever happen? Like, the, do wildfires ever spark out of uh, control because of this kind of uh, weather? No, we get tornadoes out of this weather. This is what we're worried about. Brief spin up tornadoes. They're they're low level, and so they can't really be detected by radar. So that's why everybody really has to be like when you're in my area, especially. You have to really be just staying up and watching outside because. It's like I was telling you, one night we were standing out on the back porch. I was smoking a cigarette, and the tornado popped up out of nowhere. Damn. Well, I'm crazy. I'm glad that you're safe. That's the most important thing. Hopefully all of the, your friends and family mm-hmm. and stuff that, that you know are safe at this hour. And uh, it, it took a while for us to get communication back up and running because right now there is no cell service. Um. Down where some of my family live, they are completely without power, and they probably won't get power back up for th- three weeks. Wow, that's a long time without power. So, um, you know, I was kind of hoping it would come more rest, come come my way. I was really hoping for that to kind of take pressure off of the family down there and it stayed east so well like i said i'm glad that you're safe uh that as far as you know your friends and family are safe and that uh everybody was safe uh little damage over the next couple of days there should probably they'll probably start coming out with places uh organizations to donate to to i'm sure assist the tens of thousands of people that have been affected by this and uh as soon as we can identify something legit we'll probably go ahead i know as of right now they've uh confirmed one death but that's expected to go up i I saw that report Uh, too yeah that uh well that's unfortunate but uh i'm gonna uh go ahead and uh thank you for calling in crazy i appreciate you sharing anytime sorry i haven't been around Uh, hey been doing my co-host duties <laughs> no worries brother it's always good to hear from you man catch y'all later y'all right. stay safe you too brother thanks for calling great talking to you king that was crazy king. and uh speaking of disasters uh you know we've uh everyone's aware of what's going on out there can you hear this shit yeah i do hear it oh my god like it's really picked up like it was doing nothing I mean, it was raining, and the wind was blowing about 10 miles an hour, nothing about, I mean, 20 minutes ago. And now it's like the top of my trees. I'm watching my trees outside my house now because this thing is, like, amped up. That's crazy. You should uh, you should go live on a YouTube and videotape it. Yeah. So the guy that you the guy that you yesterday, my God, he must have made, like, several hundreds of dollars. Do what? When he was live on his YouTube, he made had to at least make two to four hundred bucks. Like, oh my god, dude, that guy—he is insane. You know what he was in? No, I don't. He was in a 2010 Subaru Outback. Oh my what? (laughs) In a Category Four slash Five hurricane, he was running around in a Subaru Outback. 
Oh my god, that's good advertising, I guess, for Subaru. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> he is nuts. I love to watch that guy, but he's crazy. He came here. That's how he got his notoriety. Is he came here during the uh, during the tornado that came through my area that just flattened this place, right? Yeah. He came here and he got so close to that stupid tornado that he launches these things. Like you, you, you've seen the movie Twister, right? Yeah. He launches these things into these tornadoes to try to get data from them. Okay. And he got so damn close that he just threw that thing out of his car window. Wow, that's and that, that was a that was a um that was a five like that was not like a a two that was a five like that's the that was one of the largest torna uh, tornadoes on record. That's crazy. Yeah, that guy is kind of. He, he was a little nutso. He wouldn't even get outside of his Subaru to go talk to like the cop or something. But yeah, uh, my little city is about to flood. By the way, we don't have any. Our, our city employees are stupid, and our mayor is stupid too. He's a dumbass. He wonders why the city floods. It's because they don't ever clean the drains out. <laughs> He's a stupid cocksucker, and boy. Let me tell you what they, they, those people, those people at my city hall. They make Joe Biden look competent. I'm telling you, man. This place, this place is run so poor. Cummings place, is Alabama. No, dude. No, no, no. It's, it's worse than that. You should, listen, listen. I'm gonna send you the name. Of, I'm gonna send you the name of our mayor. Okay. And uh, forward it over to Pert. We he looks like Kim Jong Un's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> that might make a lot of sense then. Oh, and this cocksucker owns, like, pawn shops and, like, these people around here are like, oh, I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, go ahead and vote for him. He makes his money off people being poor. You think he's going to bring prosperity to the city? Well, it's prosperity to himself, maybe. Yeah, prosperity to himself. It's yeah. a good politician right there. <laughs> that's how they go. That's how That's how they roll. No, yeah, and then everybody's scared. Every Dude, I get so many funny looks when I'm out in town. Like, no, like sometimes some people won't speak to me if he's around. Because, like, I'm so vocal and I'm so open about it. Like, I don't give a damn. And it's only about it's only about four or five of us in the whole town that are that way. And everybody else is just like, oh, you can't say nothing bad about him. He'll call and get your job. And I'm like, do you not know that you vote for him to have his damn job? That is like Kim Jong-un. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Maybe he is. He's exactly like him. He had a he had a preacher go to one of his opponent, uh, one of his opponents and say, Hey, you know, you had an affair 15 years ago, and if you run against him, that might come out, and your wife won't be too happy. Oh boy, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, you should you should get him on your podcast one night. I I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have that little pit squeak on nothing. <laughs> I can't stand that guy, dude. I can't. Let me tell you something. There's going to be two things that are going to make me happy. Number one is January the 20th, 2025, when that dumb bastard Joe Biden goes out of office. And then in 2020, or when, whenever these people get smart enough to vote this one out or he dies, that's when I'll be happy. Well, I'm glad uh, we, we'll, we'll mark it on our calendar what's going to make uh, you happy, Jeremy. Yeah, that, that'll make me happy. All right. People's demise. I got to go. I, I'm trying not to get blown away. We'll see you guys later. Right. Uh, don't get blown too much, and uh, we'll see you next time, Jeremy. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't ever get blown enough. I'm like a T-Rex. Uh, the reason the T-Rex walked around so mad is because he didn't jerk himself off. <laughs> all right that's the incredibly funny jeremy cummings um last story before we head out i know it's uh, about that time uh the huge wildfire here in in california 
uh, has uh, reached to the state line of Nevada. And uh, the raging California wildfires forcing evacuation in the resort town of South Lake Tahoe. And uh, it's this this uh, wildfire. That is smoke. Sorry. Yeah, that's uh, the ski Sorry, lift. The okay. ski lift uh, is down here. No, that's oh. uh, yeah, that's smoke all around. And uh, it's a uh, it's raging another a raging Northern California fires forced evacuations in the tourist destination of South Lake Tahoe, sending thousands of people racing to escape the mountain resort region. Evacuation orders were issued for the city of 22,000 and Monday as the two week old sea, uh, Calder fire raced toward Lake Tahoe, which straddles the Nevada and California border. This is a uh, systematic evacu- This is a systematic evacuation. Uh, one neighborhood at a time. That's what South Lake Tahoe police. Travis Cabral said, I am asking you as a, our community to please remain calm. The evacuation orders created gridlock traffic on highway 50 and Highway 50 is like a two-lane highway, so you can imagine Uh-oh. how people getting in and out of there are out of there. The evacuation orders uh, created the gridlock on Highway 50 where some drivers took the opportunity to jump out of their cars to gawk at the bumper-to-bumper chaos. All residents near the Lake Tahoe Basin were also ordered to evacuate late Sunday after, after officials who had believed they could contain it warned that the fire had, quote, let loose. To put it to perspective, we've been seeing a, about a half a mile of movement on the fire's perimeter each day for the last couple of days, and today this has already moved two and a half miles on us with no sign that it's going to slow down. And uh, as you see some of the uh, photographs, I mean, that, that's uh, ski lifts right there that you're seeing. And uh, it's a beautiful town. I don't know if anybody's ever been to uh, Lake Tahoe in itself. It, I think it's probably I think it's the deepest lake in the United States. Really beautiful lake and uh, some some scary yet beautiful images. Uh, You know, I'm not trying to downplay uh, people losing their homes or anything like that. But sometimes these types of fires do make incredible images. Um, We know Poetic lives in Northern California, but she's about an hour outside of Yosemite. Um, And then I remember like four years ago, another, you know, big um, story was the Lake Orwell Dam, you know, being in disrepair, um, which, um, and, and I think that, that, that like, you know, has a very like high elevation from sea level from what, you know, I've been told or read. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. Exactly. And you remember that story from a few years ago. I would, I would gather. Yeah, that I do. Uh, to, to give it, uh, give you a little perspective on this, uh, Cauldron Fire, uh, Caldor Fire. It has burned 165,000 acres and has destroyed over 650 structures and is only about 13% contained uh, uh, as of earlier this afternoon. Uh, parts of the uh, area are so rugged that fire crews have had to carry hoses by hand from the highway to put out hot spots. Uh, broke out on August 14th. So we're 16 days into this fire starting. And like I said, only 14% uh, contained. It's uh, burned 245 square miles. That's that's pretty freaking huge. Wow. That's an area larger than the city of Chicago. And uh, as you see, the more images coming out from there. And uh, they, they've been having triple-digit temperatures out there as well, so that makes it uh, even that much more difficult 
And uh, they've also evacuated the hospital up there in South Lake Tahoe. And 15,200 firefighters in California are on this fire. Uh, the military is deploying uh, personnel as well. 200 soldiers are being uh, asked to go assist up in Northern California. And uh, they are also sending eight converted military planes that can dump thousands of gallons of water onto the fires as well. And uh, if you've ever been up in the Northern California, it's, you know, the wintertime, summertime, absolutely amazing scenery up there with the forest mm-hmm. and all that. And uh, especially with, as big of a drought as we've had in California, you can imagine how fast this fire is spreading with all the dry conditions yeah. out there. Well, y'all are in what is called exceptional drought. Um, we, we've had exceptional exceptional drought here in Georgia before, but but I don't think it is as bad now as it was a few years ago. And then if you were to come to Georgia and, and look at the lake levels of Lake Alatoona and Lake Lanier, like north of Atlanta, you would really, you know, be, 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 it would really be very sobering to, to see that that they once used to to be at full level or or anytime you and Big Sexy have been to Vegas and, and have gotten over to see Lake Mead or or flown in an aircraft over it, um, you, you would you, you would see that bathtub ring. Yep, that we have and uh, just it's 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 amazing that just the scenery across our lands and stuff like that and it's it's very sad uh, seeing, you know, such horrific, you know, Instances incidents occur such as hurricanes, fires, wildfires, and stuff like that. But, Earthquakes, uh, yes. But anyways, I think that's gonna we're gonna wrap them, wrap it up right there. I appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, go around the table. Uh, Mr. Producer Eric, do you have anything? Uh, any final thoughts tonight? Well, um, I'm certainly looking forward to us coming back tomorrow for our our trivia game. But um, I guess we're we we still have to get a confirmation if. If Jess Duck and Honey Bee are indeed going to do their one-on-one trivia, and then us push the regular trivia back to Wednesday that I normally MC. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have to try and reach out to Jess Duck to see if she's available, and then uh, as soon as I get that confirmed, I'll see if Honey Bee's available, and we'll see. Well, I'll give you an answer probably in the morning. And then um, I dropped, of course, a YouTube link in the chat of a video that really caught my attention over the weekend. I don't know how long it's been on YouTube, and it shows like a helicopter flying too close to a tornado but i can't tell if the video is real or fake but i would probably have to let you watch it and judge for yourselves yeah i'll go ahead and uh, i saw the link so i'll go ahead and take a look at that and all that good stuff and uh, we'll see uh what i think oh um honeybee's saying that she's not quite up for it but just let us know when you're ready yeah not a problem all right producer eric um mr pert any uh, final thoughts tonight to uh, yeah, you know, I was doing some work in the garden over the weekend, and I got this little ring that I keep on, and I lost it. It's my root mood ring, but I lost the damn thing, and I just don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good. So good. Anyways, yeah, Big Sexy liked that one. I appreciate that. And uh, speaking of appreciate, I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in tonight live. Uh, for those of you that download the podcast, thank you uh, wherever it is that you might be downloading, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and all the other ones. Grab it wherever the hell you can find podcasts. We're there. If you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can share uh, any comments, have any questions, or would like to see specific content on the show, you're always more than welcome to. Email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com. 
You can also head over the, to the Twitter of the Twatter at Slightly Serious if you want to see the late-breaking opinions of what the hell's going on in society. And uh, also, don't forget, head on over to SlightlyShow.com. That's our website where we'll post our editorials. And you can also enter into any contests that we might have going over there. Uh, what else? Um, oh, last thing but not least, if uh, you know, always want to make sure to check out the Insta of the Gram. Not mine, because I'm not on Instagram that much. But the Big Sexy, if you like uh, delicious food and stuff like that, and are in the mood to see some earth-shattering, just tasteful, just mm, go over and see Big Sexy Dumplings, <laughs> Dumpling underscore six one nine. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think some of the stories that we didn't touch on tonight, I'm sure like some, some of them that might have caught your attention, including like a former New York Times writer, you know, being permanently banned from Twitter. I'm sure you might even post an editorial on SlightlyShow.com as well. And if you if you decide to write up something about that. Yeah, that uh, that is something that you could be on the lookout for. Like I said, you could always check out the uh, editorials over at SlightlyShow.com. We'll be back tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern Time. Be there, be square, or be, I don't know, whatever the hell you want to identify as, I guess. But uh, take care of yourselves. Reach out to those that you love and make use of each and every single day as though it's your last. Until tomorrow night, God bless, and God bless America. See you next time. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.
See you next time.